hello to anyone listening and welcome to the patriotic communist this is max rice and this is the podcast where i advocate for a socialist revolution in the united states of america and where i analyze current events from a far left perspective we are in the historical context where we choose socialism or barbarism and that has never been more true so today i'm going to uh talk about the massive anti-Russia propaganda campaign that has taken place throughout the last three years or so. Ever since Donald Trump was elected, there has been a massive effort to push a straight-up conspiracy theory by a massive portion of mainstream media, as well as by the Democratic National Committee and the intelligence agencies. And this was a relentless effort that resulted in a lot of troubling xenophobic mentalities and a whole lot of misinformation and distractions. Now, before I even get into this, I'm going to disclaim that I absolutely despise Donald Trump, which probably does not surprise anybody listening, seeing how this show is called The Patriotic Communist. The reason I despise Donald Trump, though, is because he resembles a step towards the fascist direction, just like Obama did and just like Bush and Clinton did. All of those presidents were all appeasers to the corporate state. And not only have all of them massively failed to provide to the people, but they've actively been against the people. They're also all war criminals and should be in prison right now. And honestly, it is a shame that war criminals feel safe showing their faces in our country. All the presidents of my lifetime are appeasers and servants to the American empire and the oligarchs who control it. They serve imperialism and corporations, not you. What the people want is not what the people get, but what the corporations want, what the multimillionaire class want, is what they get. This is why many people, including myself, and including a reputable Princeton study, say that our system effectively is an oligarchy in the way that it functions and legislates. An oligarchy is when a relatively small group of people have control over a country, and that is what our system is right now. Uh, It's disguised by a facade of being a democratic republic through the two-party system where the accepted line of thought is incredibly narrow and where they pretend to fight each other while they both bow down to the corporate class. This is why we need a revolution. Everyone knows our votes don't really matter if both of the parties ignore the people's will and cater to the corporations. That's why we have such low voter turnout in this country. People notice the lack of results. You can't convince them that their perception of their material conditions is incorrect. And if you don't improve their material conditions, despite economic growth, then they will notice. This is how revolutions happen, when the contradictions are too up in your face to ignore anymore. Anyways, enough sidetracking. Time to get into why this Russia collusion hysteria was so ridiculous and damaging to the left in the United States of America and to everything. According to the mainstream narrative, Robert Mueller's investigation was about searching for evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russian government. They were expressing outrage at the idea of a foreign power undermining our democracy, and according to the mainstream narrative, they found some good evidence of this, but they just could not prove it. So according to the mainstream narrative, we will never know for sure. Now time to tell you why this is absolute horse shit. One of the most critical and initial pieces of evidence that they pointed to was the WikiLeaks release of internal DNC emails, which exposed many of their lies and made an impact on public opinion 
on Hillary Clinton and other oligarchs. So the DNC and the mainstream media all claim that these emails were obtained by WikiLeaks through the means of the Russian government hackers who hacked the DNC servers and handed over their findings to Julian Assange to publish uh, to Julian Assange to publish in order to help Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. Their alleged evidence for this was the claims that were made by CrowdStrike, which is a cybersecurity company that was privately contracted by the DNC to investigate their data breach. And the reason that I'm talking about this subject this week is because this specific claim has officially fallen to pieces. There was a testimony that CrowdStrike gave to the House Intelligence Committee in December 2017 with which CrowdStrike President Sean Henry had some very damning admissions regarding their claims that Russia hacked the DNC servers during the 2016 presidential election. In this 2017 testimony, President Sean Henry made this point over and over, but he said, quote, There's circumstantial evidence, but no evidence that they were actually exfiltrated. Exfiltration in Tech Talk is the unauthorized copying, transfer, or retrieval of data from a computer or server. So what this really reveals is that not only did they have no proof that this was done by Russian agent hackers, but they don't even have proof that it was in fact hacked to begin with. So this is a smoking gun, and it is by no means the only smoking gun so far in this mess. And also this testimony was actually covered up for a long time now by Adam Schiff himself. But it has finally come to light, and it is now obvious why Adam Schiff was suppressing it. This is pretty much proof of the investigation behaving in a purposely dishonest way and the Democratic Party purposely lying to the public about the hacks. I've made this point before, but there are no heroes in Washington, not a single one. Some of them are less criminal than others, but that is it. Donald Trump, Adam Schiff, and Robert Mueller are all criminals, and every single one of them is the enemy of the people. This is not an exaggeration. Robert Mueller was involved in the criminal launch of the Iraq War. Hundreds of thousands of innocent people dead. And billions of our tax dollars being used to do it. Being drenched in blood of the third world. And Adam Schiff himself is as corrupt as they come. Another key piece of evidence was some ridiculous small-scale Russian troll farm on Facebook that was posting memes regarding American culture and politics. The FBI put out indictments on some Russians that were involved on working in the troll farm, claiming that they were trying to sow discord in the United States and in effect damage our democracy and tilt the election to Trump's direction. This was a very vague and silly claim to start out with in my opinion, but still the FBI mainstream media was insisting that this was the Russian government interfering with our election and just further evidence. And this one didn't even connect anything to Donald Trump. Yet it was part of this whole mess of an uh, investigation. Funny thing is that these indictments recently were thrown out in court since there was not any good evidence that the troll farm was linked to the Russian government, which is not a fucking surprise. And simply running a troll farm is not worthy of FBI indictments. I don't even think that's a crime, honestly. I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm sure that many of you guys have heard of the Obamagate thing running around and the idea and the and people talking about how Michael Flynn the general was set up and turns out that's true too Michael Flynn was set up the FBI was set out 
to, uh, to arrest him for lying to them before they even interviewed him. They targeted him. They entrapped him. So whether you like Trump or not, or Michael Flynn or not, that's a fact. And that's a danger to our justice. But think about that. If they can make fake bullshit charges on Michael Flynn, a general with power, then they can do it to any of us. So just keep that in mind. And that was another key piece that launched the entire investigation. It was revealed in documents that they purposely were going to make sure that they push charges on him for lying to them. It's, you know, it's what the FBI does. They, they, they interview you and then they catch you on some nuanced lie, even if it wasn't intentional. And there's documents saying they didn't even think it was intentional. And then they, uh, and then they arrest you for whatever reason that they want to. It is so important for the left to remember that the intelligence agencies are directly against us. They are directly against the socialist movement. If you gain real power as a socialist, they will try to kill you. We must spread awareness about this. Now, these are not every piece of evidence that they threw out there, but the reality of the matter is that pretty much all of the evidence that they came up with for this weird conspiracy Russian collusion thing uh, falls to pieces under even minimal scrutiny and analysis. You could compare this collusion conspiracy theory to the hysteria regarding Obama's birth certificate. They're both incredibly stupid and lack anything close to a basis in reality. And this is the reason that I believe the narrative never truly convinced any huge portion of Americans that Russia was some huge threat to them or their democracy. I feel like it probably only convinced hardcore fans of people like Rachel Maddow. But even if it did not convince any large portion of the United States to have strong, bitter feelings towards Russia, this was still very damaging to the left because a lot of people fell for it and it killed a lot of people's credibility in a huge way. In my opinion, if you got really swept up in this, in this uh, conspiracy theory uh, and you're a journalist or a uh, commentator, political commentator, and you're not willing to admit that it has all been proven wrong at this point, then I'm not very interested in any critical analysis of current events that you have to offer. Because this shit was ridiculous. But all this shit has happened before in the Red Scares. So, so I don't trust your critical analysis after this shit. What it also did was set the stage for accusations of Russia connections to be made without a basis in reality and simply being taken as fact since some cronies from the intelligence agencies told us so. And this will be used against the left. And already fucking has. This is the stupid shit that they accused Jill Stein of. We need to scrutinize the intelligence agencies. They are the enemy of the left. And the second they can silence leftist organizers, they do it. Never forget Fred Hampton. It is clear what this whole anti-Russian propaganda was if you were not blinded by the propaganda and if you're extra aware of the interests of the permanent state. The permanent state is the intelligence community. It is the organizations and the agencies that are filled with unelected officials who often work in the shadows under the label of classification. They are the permanent part of the federal government. It is the part of our government that is shaping the long-term future and has long-term ambitions when compared to politicians, for they hold power for as long as they are able to keep it. Examples of the permanent state include the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, and the list goes on. If you do not play ball with them, they will make your life misery as an elected official, especially as president. 
in layman's terms, this was the feds fucking with Trump. And the reason this happened is because Donald Trump was in fact an outsider in some respects. And he is clearly a loose cannon, very unhinged. The specifics of why this all happened, as in what their motivation was to craft this false narrative, is up to speculation. Perhaps they just hated Trump because he is such an obviously indecent person with no manners and made all of them look bad and indecent. Or maybe it was all just a good distraction. But we must remember that none of these people are decent. The people who run these organizations are criminals. Just like Donald Trump is a criminal. I know it is a hard pill to swallow, but this is an oligarchy and it is run by a bunch of criminals. I think it is important to recognize that this propaganda campaign was successful in many ways and how the left failed in its reaction. It was successful because it made the media a lot of money, first of all. It was also an incredibly effective distraction or kabuki theater, whatever you want to call it. And it brought back normalized McCarthy smears, which will now be weaponized against the left and already have. Now, really quick, a shout out to Glenn Greenwald, Max Blumenthal, Aaron Matei, Jimmy Dore, and Kyle Kalinske. I'm sure there are some others. Matt Taibbi, I think, too. Uh, and I'm sure there are some others, but these are the only critical voices I can remember hearing uh, against this narrative. And I'm sure that there were some other people, like I just said, but there was nowhere near enough. And all those people I listed would agree with that sentiment. Shame on anyone who considered themselves on the left that pushed this ridiculous shit. The irony is that this pretty much was only pushed by people on the left and corporate liberal centrists. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys this week. If you disagree, let me know. Send me an email. Now, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but lately I've been almost exclusively talking about the news. And while I will still talk about general socialist ideas, the ultimate point of the show is to spread my message of why I think we need a socialist revolution in the United States of America. And I think dis dissecting pieces of news from that Marxist perspective, where I root the problems to capitalism, and economics is a very effective method at displaying in real time how capitalism does not work. And also it's to, you know, it's to help everyone keep an open mind on what I'm seeing as the potential problems in the future of the leftist movement, of the socialist movement. Also, I'm becoming more busy lately, so this show is generally going to be a bit shorter, making it so I really just take it uh, by week with what I want to research and talk about. But anyways, I just thought I would let y'all know that but also, if you have any advice for this show or anything you want me to check out and maybe talk about, or even if you just want to talk economics and news with me personally, send me an email at thepatrioticcommunist at gmail.com. Anyways, thanks for listening, and as always, stay safe and stay vigilant. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Patriotic Communist. All of the music you heard in this podcast was produced and performed by me, Max Rice. And if you would like to check it out, just search Max Rice on any streaming platform. That's M-A-X-R-I-C-E. Yes, like the food, rice. This is Max Rice, signing off. We're all distracted by media.
The misdirection of attention benefits big powers. I mention y'all try to lessen questions and attentions. Money equals power. We gotta kill this connection. These force fed concepts make no sense. How y'all hating immigrants and we controlled by the one percent. Zombified by screens, dehumanization comes easily. All here are American premises, but this line of thought is a normality. Full of fallacies while we stay combative overseas. Lies and more lies as far as I can see. You know what case because of the mass distractions. We're expected to not question how the government uses our taxes unless it's helping people. Then they rap like that's all to see. Though we need to free the people, we need a fucking hero. We need some MLK, FDR style of change. We're full of pain and ignorant, but won't live in fear. Though we need some yellow vest, bulletproof vest, and bold claims. We need that fire in our hearts that can't be tamed. We need to reject and correct our collective violent actions, but it won't happen. Fuck, we're all distracted.